reminder for myself and abdukul ajeez wa da'eef wa miskeen wa zalim wa jahal and that I'm an oppressor to myself and by the grace of Allah's rahmah and mercy that I'm still in existence and we took a path of nothingness and a reminder tonight of the schools of tarbiyah how different they are from other locations, other types of teachings. That they come into our life to teach us the relationship between Allah and His love for Sayyidina Muhammad Me and you were not important in this formula. It's not about us, it's about Allah's love for Sayyidina Muhammad And anybody watching on the internet, when we say Sayyidina Muhammad it means the love of all the Prophets, all the purified souls. Allah's infinite love for His Prophets and that's why He sent them as a warning, as a guidance for mankind, for hidayah. That when Allah in Holy Qur'an is talking about a munafiq, a hypocrite, because now we're entering into Baba Tawbah is the ninth surah, verse 80 Allah is, is talking to Prophet about hypocrisy and the hypocrites within his community and Allah telling Prophet that doesn't matter. If you pray 70 times for them and their hypocrisy, I'm not going to forgive them. And we're in the oceans and entering in from Zulhaj and asking to enter into the oceans of Tawbah and oceans of forgiveness, Muharram with all of the events of Muharram, how every nation had a salvation in Muharram. That every Ashura and every tenth of Muharram, every nation was saved on that Ashura. Means when difficulty and hardship comes, Allah provides a najat and salvation through the secrets of the holy month of Muharram. And this understanding of hypocrisy because the hypocrisy was towards Prophet How are you going to be hypocrite to Allah The hypocrisy was to the message and the risalat of Sayyidina Muhammad That they're coming to you and saying they believe in you they want to accompany you but they work against you. And because of the greatness of the character of Prophet see the teaching will be different. You go somewhere else they say, this ayat of Qur'an where Allah says that, I'm not going to ever forgive the hypocrite even if you pray 70 times then you read all of their understandings that the hypocrite is, is one to be cursed, one to be thrown out, one to not be talked to. Then come to the hadith of Prophet and Prophet holy hadith that find 70 excuses for your brother, find 70 excuses for your brother. And when the example came of different hypocrites within the community, they would come to ask Prophet that, could you come and make a janazah and pray upon him? And Prophet went and prayed. And said, as much as you ask me, I will go and pray. And that relationship begins to teach to us that Allah's love for Sayyidina Muhammad 
that this hypocrisy that they're doing is angering Allah because they're coming against the Rasul They're disobeying and creating a difficulty within his community. So Allah come into our life and say that when you read this ayatul Qur'an al-Kareem it's for us an understanding of how much Allah loves Sayyidina Muhammad That they do to me wrong no problem, I'll deal with them but I can't bear to see them doing this to you. Because of my love for you, they sit amongst you and they make a fitna and difficulty and every bad character tell them, I will not forgive them. Although you're rahmatan lil alameen. And Prophet described that, find 70, telling his companions that find 70 excuses for your brother. Don't let your brother to enter into Allah's jahannam. Don't let your brother to enter into Allah's difficulty. And then Allah is teaching us khuluqul adheem, you are of a magnificent character. Every nation and every prophet, I gave them an authority. When they were angered by their nation, they cursed their nation. When Sayyidina Nuh his people weren't listening, what he said to them, Ya Rabbi get rid of these people, flood them, kill them all, it's finished. Not the nation of Sayyidina Muhammad But Allah said, even your munafiqs I won't accept them, I won't accept the prayer for them and Prophet's holy hadith, the Ya Rabbi and telling companions, let me find 70 excuses for my brother. And the turuqs come and teach us that why 70? Why 70 times Allah saying, if you pray I won't accept and why Prophet saying, find 70 excuses for your brother. Why? Because 70 has to do with the secret of the soul. Ya, 10, seen, 60. Every uloom within this ya seen, every secret of the soul within the secret of ya seen and the name and the heart of Holy Qur'an, the name of Sayyidina Muhammad Yaseen. We won't go into the secret of seventy in our wazifa, we make seventy istighfar. For everything and every guna that we're doing, that we're asking Allah for forgiveness and then Allah reminding, well ask the forgiveness of Sayyidina Muhammad Your soul is not from me. Your soul is from the light of Sayyidina Muhammad Your guna and what you're doing wrong and your zulamat and oppression that you put upon your soul is affecting Sayyidina Muhammad Not Allah sharik, there's nothing you can do that affects Allah He's way outside of the ocean, this is the ocean of creation. Ask Allah for every order He gave and we did wrong. But more is that whatever we're doing wrong, it's coming against the light of Sayyidina Muhammad That Prophet has to take that, Prophet has to purify that, Prophet has to make that to be purified and presented to Allah's Divine the Presence. So then when Allah saying that, that one who coming against you, I will not forgive them and Prophet's response for us that, Make 70 excuses, continuously never give up your path of rahmah, never give up 
your, your path of mercy and love and then Allah will describe you khulqul azeem. So happy with Prophet's testing that I'm going to give an ability to punish. Are you going to take it? Are you going to say, yeah, curse my nation, crush my nation, throw my nation into the trash? Or he kept telling his companions, no, no, you find 70 excuses. Find a continuous rahmah in which not to throw anyone into the hands of shaitan, that keep a path and a character of goodness, then the taruqs come into our life. We've been talking for last two days on this but it was important to convey that. The taruqs come into the life, not the other people. The taruqs come into the life and they teach you whatever opens for you from Allah's ni'mat and blessing is never from your amal, never from your prayers, never from your salah, never from your zakah, never from your fasting. There's no awliya, there's no wali who achieved anything from his amal. That amal and all of your Islam was to perfect your character, was to give good character. We do what we do because Allah ordered it. You pray all you want, nothing will open unless what? The khuluq, the character is good. Allah looks to the character. So Allah come and teach, this is a school of character. When you're faced with this condition in life, what is Sayyidina Muhammad wound from us, from the best and the highest of character is overlook everything wrong. What made awliyaullah to be awliya? What made pious people to be pious? Wasn't their amma, wasn't the amount of praying, the power of the qirat, how much their hifs? This is not what made anything for them. What made them and gave them a status in Allah's presence, in the presence of Sayyidina Muhammad was their character. They mimicked the character to the best of their ability of Prophet so their life will be tested. You want to be a leader within the community? You sit with everybody. Who are you to say, this one is a, a munafiq? Because people come say, this one talk very bad about you. This one says like this, this one says like this, this one like this. And then Prophet reminder is, you're not here to make lahnat on anyone. You're not here to do anything and judge anyone from Allah's creation, judgment only for Allah You're here to be of service and spread the goodness, spread the light, spread the love, leave judgment for Allah That submit to complete taslim, whatever Allah wants is going to happen. The, the munafiq and the believer makes no difference for you, has nothing to do with you. You mainly serve Allah and His Rasul, very difficult. Very difficult to deal with people whom you know they're doing something against you, saying against you, working against you because it builds character. Because the, the ultimate love and the ultimate reality is Allah going to ask you, are you doing what you do for people? You are nice because people were going to be nice to you back, you, you served so people would be of service back to you or you did what you did for the love of Allah and the love of Sayyidina Muhammad 
If that's the love you want then keep your focus on that character and they work with everyone. They work with everyone and anything they find wrong they don't make a comment on Facebook attacking people. They don't make a comment and posting attacking. They're trying to take from the character of Sayyidina Muhammad your job not to throw anybody to shaitan. Your job to bring everybody to Rahman. Keep quiet on what you don't like of character. Pray for, for their forgiveness. Keep their company. Maybe by seeing you and your character, their character will change. It's not our job to curse anyone, come against anyone. Means then this is the reminder of, of character and character building. These are the schools of adab and they remind us that if you want Allah's satisfaction and you want the satisfaction of Prophet keep the best of character. Someone harmed you, it doesn't matter. Someone didn't harm you, it doesn't matter. What you're doing in life, what we are doing in life, if we're doing for dawah, for goodness, for good character, we do for Allah and His beloved Sayyidina Muhammad Sit with everyone, meet with everyone, deal with everyone. Be the best of character. Otherwise we find ourselves to be from the people who sit with no one, deal with no one, eat with no one, agree with no one and that's not from the character of Sayyidina Muhammad Prophet is coming and teaching that I'm وَمَا أَرْسَلْنَكَ رَحْمَةً لِلْعَالَمِينَ Allah wouldn't have sent me but that I'm a mercy for all creation. And say, that's why now everything is corrupt in its understanding of Islam. Everything is corrupt in its understandings of Holy Qur'an. Because if they don't have a school of adab, they read only part and they make their, their decision from their bad character. The bad character always wants to inflict harm on people to make their own egos to be satisfied. Good character inflicts harm only upon itself. So that it will be brought down and other people can have their pleasure and satisfaction. Bad character want to take the satisfaction and pleasure from people down and to make itself to be happy. We pray that Allah dress us and bless us from these lights and these realities and to understand that our, our role in life is to work with people, to love the people, to bring a guidance to people, to bring a good character. If the people of good character don't move around and about for people to see, to, to, to witness and to understand how can anything ever change. Everything now is in a jahiliyyah, in an extreme jahiliyyah. We said before that there's no weak hadith, we've been talking for two days. There's no weak hadith, there's only weak belief. When they say the chain of this hadith is da'if and then they start to attack it because the whole philosophy is off. Means that in Hadith and Nabi towards virtuous acts, good and pious acts, there's no need for you to check the chain. Why you have to check the chain of transmission for a virtuous and pious act? Did he fast on the 10th of Shaban? Then they post 10 articles that the chain for fasting on the 10th is weak. So then who encourages people not to fast? 
shaitan. Rahman encourages you towards piety. Shaitan encourages you not to do acts of worship. So it means the whole of Islam is off now. They're all posting that there's no hundred rakah on Nisf al-Shaban. Uh, so you're telling me not to pray? So yes, it's da'if. Are you crazy? That whatever you've heard of goodness, you should be competing. You should be doing 200 rakahs and you should do 200 rakahs every night. You should be fasting every night. Whatever we do, we still didn't reach the sunnah of the prophets of Bani Israel Sayyidina Dawood fasted every other day. If you fast 10 days in Rajab, 30 days in Shabban, 30 days in Ramadan and they come and say, this is an innovation, it's incorrect. In, in acts of in piety and virtue and goodness, there was no need to check any chain. Whomever transmitted a good act and a pious act, you were supposed to be doing it and you were supposed to be increasing. So then who warns people not to fast on a certain day? Shaitan. The Hizbu shaitan, whomever is overwhelmed by shayateen, they said, don't fast that day. This is crazy. Don't pray those hundred rakahs. Ibu, uh, Imam Abu Hanifa prayed what? Thousand rakahs between tahajjud and fajr. Every night until severe arthritis had d damaged all the joints. So anybody who prayed 10 extra rakahs on a certain night and they said, this is a, this is a innovation means the whole of their understanding is all incorrect. And when did the shaykhs and the ulama and, and all of the judges of Islam look to the chain for punishment? The time to look at the chain of transmission when punishment was going to be given to someone. Why? To, to look for the rahmah and the mercy that something from Prophet must be in this chain to save this person from difficulty. So they immediately would go to the chain, to the hadith to find where Prophet is giving a rahmah so that not to give difficult judgment upon people. Now you don't see that at all. You see the punishment and azab, they're quick to want to cut the hands and the feet and quick to tell you not to pray and not to fast. Now you know this is Hizbu Shaitan is everywhere. With the rahmah of Prophet if they found somebody in the time of Sayyidina Omar for not eating or stealing from the market, we told today the, the story and last night the story. They go to the bazaar and they find somebody for stealing. Today if somebody steals, they want to cut the hand, say, oh the sharia is to cut the hand, he's a thief. No, no, what, what was Prophet bringing to his companions? Anyone who steals, the first thing you have to ask them what he's stealing. Is he stealing from hunger? Then the Amir al-Mu'mineen is responsible for his condition. And so when Sayyidina Umar became the Khalifa, he cried that today Allah going to hold me responsible. That everybody under my Amir al-Mu'mineen, that Umar, Umar Farooq is Amir al-Mu'mineen and they don't have food and he would cry and he would take food and meet with him to every home, to every home to see who had food in their home. So that under his rule and under his watch, there's nobody without food in their home that they would have to go to the market to steal because of that.
Who does that? No. That was the hadith. They look to the chain of the, uh, of the character and now quick to put judgment and difficulty upon people and quick to tell people not to do virtuous and pious acts of piety. Because Allah why shaitan wounds that? Because Allah says that when my servant completes his fard and approaches me with voluntary worship, that's what shaitan is blocking that door. So why? What's the, what's the, the, the motive? Because shaitan is a criminal. What's the motive of this criminal that he's doing that? Because he knows that door is this hadith, that door that Allah hadith al-Qudsi. That when my servant completes his mandatory obligation and now comes to me with voluntary worship, if Allah grants sincerity to his voluntary worship, I become the eyes in which he sees, the ears in which he hears, the breath in which he breathes. Shaitan doesn't want someone like that to be dressed by Allah's attributes and by Allah's light. So he blocks everything from voluntary worship and encourages people towards the punishment of others which brings the azab of Allah We pray that Allah continue to guide us with the love of Sayyidina Muhammad with the best of character to keep in the schools of akhlaq and character and that to be dressed by Allah's rahmah. Subhanahu rabbika rabbal izzat amma yasifoon wa salaamun al mursaleen walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen wa hurmati Muhammad al-Mustafa wa bisiri surat al-Fatiha Sidna al-Nabi, Sidna al-Nabi, Sidna al-Nabi Sidna al-Nabi, Sidna al-Nabi